Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Family Sanctuary, a show that inspires living the gospel message in word and deed within our families. And now, Family Sanctuary with host Peggy Hartshorn. Welcome to the Family Sanctuary, focusing on life-giving relationships and the family. I'm your host, Peggy Hartshorn, chairman of Heartbeat International that advances life-affirming pregnancy help around the world. Did you hear that little coo, that little baby sound? We actually, speaking of life-affirming pregnancy help, have a beautiful story for you today that involves this little baby, uh, one-year-old now, who's sitting right in front of me, Rowan. Welcome, Rowan. (laughs) And Rowan's mom, Chelsea Huffman, and Chelsea's mom and Rowan's grandmother, or grandmom, uh, Kim. What do you go by, Kim? Uh, Gigi. Gigi. Okay. Gigi for now. Okay. (laughs) And they just have a beautiful story of of choosing life and overcoming the, the fear and the stress and the uncertainty, uh, maybe even should say panic of, of finding out that there was an unplanned pregnancy that that Chelsea uh, had an unexpected pregnancy in, in, in not the most ideal circumstances. We're going to talk about that today. And 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 the fact that because abortion has been such a accepted choice in our culture now for uh, since 1973, the Supreme Court decision, Roe v. Wade, and that's been over 40 years now. Uh even for people of faith, and, and that is the story of Chelsea and Kim, people of faith who, who, who have a relationship with the Lord, still abortion seems the best choice at, at a certain point. It, it goes through their minds. We think this, this may be uh, the, the only alternative or the best alternative, in fact, for everyone. So how we're going to talk about how those feelings really can be overwhelming leading leading faith-filled people uh, to start searching for abortion? And then what has God provided in terms of pregnancy help and support that can really come alongside them? And then how God can transform that in such a beautiful way. It really is a powerful story. And looking at, at uh, Rowan here, he's just such a sweetie. <laughs> we think, oh my gosh, what would the world be without Rowan? <laughs> but what? It, <laughs> so let's start. Uh, let me start, Chelsea, with kind of summarizing, if you wouldn't mind summarizing your story, right in the beginning. Because, you know, research has shown us in the pregnancy help world that Many women, when they know that they're pregnant unexpectedly, uh, think of it as the end of their life as they know it. This is the end of my life as I know it. And and abortion pops into their mind because they, they even tell us, they think, oh, I hear mama. <laughs> they say, um, God will forgive me because it's my life or the life of this baby. So was that, can you relate to that? Was that the way you felt in the beginning? Um, yeah, I, I would say the, the theme of my, me finding out I was pregnant was just absolutely hopeless. Mm. Um, my, I felt like my faith just crumbled that God left me, um, and that he left me with a punishment. Um, which was the pregnancy of, you know, that resulted from sin. Um, so you, you had a sense that the the relationship with, 
you were in was was sinful. Yes. You knew that. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. think you said you felt like you just consciously were in a period of rebellion. Yes. I felt like spiritually I was 14 years old. And um, God, even though let's tell the audience how old you really are at 26. <laughs> okay. I felt you like still I was a like high school 14 kid. a little bit. You're so, so young looking, <laughs> but you felt like you were a teenager. Again. Yeah. And God was my, you know, my dad that I just wanted to disobey. <laughs> um, so I got into this relationship that I shouldn't have been in in the first place. Um, and then from there made some decisions that I shouldn't have made um, that resulted in me um being pregnant. And the thing is, you you really, really, even I was so sick, um, I hadn't had my period in a month, two months, I'd, I had lost count. Um, and you don't think it's going to happen to you. You don't mm-hmm. think there's no way I'm going to take that test and it's going to be positive. No way, because it just won't. It's not me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I was so sick. Um, I actually went to urgent care because I, my mom was like, what kind of plague do you have right mm, now? My brother's so spraying the house with Lysol. I mean, mm, it's like mm-hmm. you, I was so sick. They're just um, in denial about the fact that you might be pregnant. Yes. Um, and I, that's when I kind of started looking up symptoms online. You know, I, I was worried. Um, you know, now that I think about it, I, I don't remember the last time that I had, Period. You know, I mean, all these things started coming together. And then I went to urgent care and the doctor's like, no, you don't have the flu. Um, So on the way leaving there and I had uh, my mom with me, I said, you know, I think I need to get a pregnancy test. Um, And even she said, no, Mm no. Um, We got the pregnancy test and it's like, okay, I mean, take it to to see. But probably no, probably not. Um, So. Yeah, when I um, when I took the test and it read, um, it was a digital test, so it read the words yes. Um, I, I I can't even put into words the amount of panic. Um, I I think I felt my heart actually break. Um, mm. That my my life is over. So it it wasn't even that I was considering abortion it was that i was just flat out suicidal i mean my depression kicked off i was physically i was sick i felt terrible mentally i felt terrible spiritually i was in this pit um that i thought well for sure now i'm not going to get out of it um because this is again this is my punishment sorry (laughs) from god um for my sin apologizing rowan jumping in there but don't he's so sweet he has a lot to say about this (laughs) um yeah so it was the my life is over um so do i do i you know take this a step further you know do i take my life in my I mean just so many things go through your mind mm-hmm. that you just one little word one little positive sign um and I I mean I was hysterical I just I don't think I got out of my bed for two weeks oh my after goodness. finding that out oh my goodness. um yeah it was just a- absolutely hopeless my life is over um not to mention you know my um the relationship with Rowan's dad, I had ended that. So that came into play. That's, you know, how am I going to, what am I going to do with him? And Mm -hmm. when do I tell him if I tell him? Um, Yeah, it was, it was a mess. 
and eventually you started looking on the internet, you said, for symptoms. Yeah, yeah. And, so, well, so then when I found out I was pregnant, um, I kind of sat in this depression for a little bit. Um, and I think the thing that if I, if I could say to women who are in this position, the thing that we don't realize is we're purely, we're acting purely out of our emotions. Um, there is no logical, no reason, nothing. You're, um, you're terrified. Um, you, if you're like me, you're so sick, you can't even keep water down. Mm -hmm. Um, so physically you're in this horrible place mentally. You're like I said, you're terrified, Mm -hmm. your life's over. Um, so I, my next step was to do, okay, how do I end this as quick as possible? Um, how do I make these feelings go away? How do I feel better physically, mentally, emotionally, all the things? Um, so I started looking up uh, pregnancy clinics and um, abortion you know, clinics. I wanted more information on an abortion that I assumed you go to the clinic and they you know, do this procedure. Um, and then I stumbled across an abortion pill. And after reading that, I'm like, okay, you just take a pill and then it's over? Yeah, I'll sign up for that. I mean, to mm-hmm. get me out of this, again, just acting out of that pure emotion um, and not thinking, not not being able to see the future at all. Sure. Um, just being blinded by that panic. Yeah. Um, so I fortunately um, found the website for PDHC, Pregnancy Decision Health Centers. Um, and I came across that website and honestly, the, I mean, the pictures on it are like women smiling and there's uh, make an appointment now one click of a button and they had like a little calendar where you just pick, you know, this time and this day and then you're scheduled. And I didn't have to talk to anybody. Um, I didn't even have to tell anybody I made that appointment. Um, and it didn't say anything on the website about, you know, that they perform abortions, but they they talk you through it or mm-hmm. they give you information about what actually would happen if mm-hmm. you I wasn't 100% you know I need to get an abortion but I was leading sure. absolutely leading sure. that way 98% <laughs> Let me yeah. ask your mom and who I know from seeing you with Rowan and and what has happened since that time what a tremendous support you are mm-hmm. for your daughter and uh for Rowan how were you feeling during this time because of course uh, there was no denying this. I mean, you were seeing all the feelings and e- emotions and the physical situation that your daughter was going through. Yes. Um, I, boy, I was kind of in denial, I think, for a, a couple of weeks. I didn't say a whole lot, which if anybody knows me, they know I'm a talk, quite a talker. So <laughs> <laughs> I was very quiet for a few weeks. Um, I mean, I thought... I didn't know that you could take a pill either and it would be, you know, I didn't know that was an option because things have come so far since I was, you know, young and and in a situation like that. But, um, so I just looked at her like, how, how could this turn out well? Like how, how does this end well? I mean, I don't see. You're not seeing any positives. I'm not seeing any positives. Like we're, you know, being a, and being a single mom, I kind of saw a future for her that I didn't wasn't what you think of for your 26 year old you know what i mean like married with children that was your vision for chelsea yeah and she had graduated from college absolutely she had followed a very positive path she was a believer yes yep and she's i mean we're 
she's my best friend. I yeah. mean, to be honest. So it's, it was like, I was struggling for her and struggling for me. Sure. So it was like, whew. Wow. Yeah. So it was. So when she uh, talked about the pill, did you, did you say anything about the pill to your mom, Chelsea? Yes. Well, uh, and, and this is an, a really interesting point now. Um, going on, on to about 50% of all the abortions in the United States are now abortions by pill. And to women, it sounds easy. It sounds like, okay, I can go back to before this all mm-hmm. happened and just mm-hmm. take a pill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And ibuprofen. Yeah, and, and, and I could prove it like it's like it's right. sure mm-hmm. like an aspirin or a, or an Advil. Right. Yeah, all of a sudden I'll be better. And it's so enticing to women, and yet the the abortion by pill is so traumatic. We don't need to go into that much here, but uh, women take that first pill, and it um, it's an anti progesterone. It cuts off the progesterone. the The embryo, the little embryo, starts dying in the mm-hmm. womb. Uh, and then the woman takes a second group of pills at home, generally by herself, contraction start, labor, mm-hmm. there she is by herself, mm-hmm. and has this tiny little embryo. And it doesn't say that. No, not anywhere. what, it, not no, what no. Exactly. No, not there's there's no think. explanation. Uh, by the way now, though, the, the hope, the wonderful hope now, there is the abortion pill reversal mm-hmm. available. Uh, and there are doctors and nurses all over the country who know that protocol if a woman who's taken the first pill uh, calls uh, Option Line, actually, uh, Heartbeat International's Option Line, uh, and there are special hotline numbers advertised for abortion pill reversal as well, hmm. um, progesterone, massive doses of progesterone can help cut the uh, the action of that first pill, can provide the progesterone necessary so that that baby has a chance to That's continue. Yeah, yeah, if the girls do not take the second group of pills. So so that's now a big effort uh, all over the country of Heartbeat International and other groups mm-hmm. to really let women know that even if they've taken that first pill, there is an alternative. Well, um, I want to reintroduce my guests. Uh, we have today a beautiful story of choosing life. We've got Chelsea Huffman and her mom, Kim, and uh, Chelsea's little boy, Rowan, who's just... Eating the cord. Eating the, <laughs> eating the cord here at the radio station. Hopefully we won't have a break in the program. But uh, Rowan is a beautiful example of what happens when you choose life. So Chelsea and her mom have been talking about how the horrible feelings that, and, and acting from emotion, Chelsea and Kim both, uh, thinking um, if we could just take a pill uh, and this would be all over because they couldn't envision life uh, at, having having Chelsea with this unexpected pregnancy and ending life uh, for her and her future as as they had imagined it. So um, so tell us then, Chelsea, you did make an appointment at PDHC. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happened when you got there? Tell us about how this feeling that you had of hopelessness and despair and so forth. um, How how did God work once you got to the pregnancy center? Yeah. Hmm. Even coming in the door. Um, actually, I hit someone's car in the parking lot. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. And <laughs> I bumped, into, um, a I in bumped into a car in the parking lot. And I, um, it was actually the lady in the parking lot who was, she was so sweet about it. And so I already had this, um, <laughs> I, I already had this like, okay, it's going to be okay. I just hit somebody's car, but she was nice about it, you know, and she was in one of the, um, I'm, I'm assuming that she worked at PDHC, but, um, so I, I already had this, like, oh. my, I was anxious, um, but I was feeling like, 
there's there's got to be some good to come hmm. out of this. Um, mm-hmm. And even just entering the building, um, the atmosphere, the the woman at the desk, even <laughs> just she was just sweet. Um, and uh, the, it was comfortable, um, but it was just that kindness. And she didn't know what I was there for. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went back with um, my nurse, Kathy, um, and we sat in this little room. Um, she was, again, I mean, just so kind. Um, and she asked me a little bit about myself and my story. And I had filled out a form beforehand that, you know, that I have a faith. Um, and so we talked a little bit about that. And um, then she she said um, that a lot of pregnancies, like we don't even know if they're healthy right away. So we want to check things. Um, we want to confirm that you're pregnant. So we went into the ultrasound room and that was really um, where things became when you're pregnant, you know that you're pregnant with your head, but you don't know it with your heart. Mm-hmm. And the ultrasound was a big, um, like, hello, there's <laughs> a life inside of you. Um, and that s- switched my perspective from my life is falling apart to there's a whole other life that I'm not, haven't even considered yet. Um, I just thought of my pregnancy as this this annoyance that I needed to get rid of. And then seeing that ultrasound was like just, I mean, so eye-opening. Um, and in that moment, I realized there's, there's so much more involved than just me and my feelings um, of hopelessness and whatever. Um, it, brings, it brings that maternal instinct to bear doesn't it? Yeah. Now I'm a mom. Yeah. And if you go through with an abortion that you're removing this from your body. So, so think about that. Um, so then after that, we kind of, we went back to the consultation room and just talked about, um, I, I had explained how I felt. So, you know, I had sinned so greatly, so deeply and how is God going to forgive me? And that's when Kathy said, you know, Oh, Chelsea, you know, that's what Jesus died for. And I, I needed to hear it from someone else who wasn't, I mean, cause I know my mom has my back um, and I know she loves me and, you know, we share the same faith, but hearing it from someone else and seeing her, just her mercy acted out was what I needed. She was the first, um, she was the first like act of God's mercy that I had felt um, just her her listening and understanding. And um, even when we left, she, she kept in contact with me. Um, she followed up with me. It was, it was just a love that persisted. Um, and that was the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rowan broke loose here. He, <laughs> investigating the studio a little bit (laughs) and wouldn't you know he just in the last few weeks started to walk right up to that point he was a little bit easier yeah (laughs) 
Oh, well, Chelsea, that's beautiful that you really felt the love Mm -hmm. of the Lord through Mm -hmm. the person there at the pregnancy center. And of course, that is what those of us involved in the pregnancy help movement. That's our our whole desire that God will use us to show his love. Right. And to uh, let people know that he does love them despite this. And although the future is still pretty murky, how am I going to do this? Yeah, that you absolutely. know you have God's help. I mean, the unknowns were still unknown. Yes, um, but I had a little bit of hope that I didn't have before, mm-hmm. um, and that is what I don't think we're longing for as a pregnant person who didn't want to be pregnant. I don't think we're longing for answers. How am I going to do this? What's the financial situation going to be? You know, who's my support? It's you have to have that hope. That is the first thing. Yeah. Um, that you're not alone in it. Um, and you think, you know, even today still, I think my situation is so specific to me. There's no one else who's gone through this exactly like me. Um, and that's just not the case. Um, and knowing that there's a place out there who, a place out there that, you know, tends to women like, like me and like my situation um, is just, it's just, it gives you hope. That's wonderful. And, you know, as a person who's been involved in pregnancy help since the 70s, as I have been and have watched how God has built this network of pregnancy Mm -hmm. help around the country. And now, in fact, around the world. It's amazing. Um, Heartbeat International has, uh, I believe now, 2,700 is the number, pregnancy help centers in 62 countries. Wow. So um, about half of those in the United States. But let me just give, if anyone's listening who knows someone who who has a crisis pregnancy, uh, may be pregnant, um, or just for reference, you know, Father Pavone of Priest for Life says everyone ought to memorize the option line phone number, mm-hmm. <laughs> Heartbeats option line, which will connect a person in real time to help uh, for for just your situation, Chelsea. It's 1-800-712-HELP. So 1-800-712, because option line is available seven days a week, 12 months of the year, mm. 1-800-712-HELP. Or you can find a pregnancy center on optionline.org or pregnancycenters.org. Mm-hmm. Both websites list about 90% of all the pregnancy help centers in the country. So we're just excited that you <laughs> that you found, just as our hope and desire is, that women like you will find the help and then experience the love. Well, tell us, how did it work out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know we have Rowan oh here. He's absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, and he's got a wonderful grandma, Kim, sitting right here with you. You've got a great support. Tell us a little about what is your life like now? Mm, well... My life, I would say my, it really, it really happened that my life is over, um, in a way the life that, that you my, had. the life I had is over and I have a new life that is just, I mean, <laughs> beautiful. yeah, I mean, so selfless. selfless, I mean, it's just, it, it puts a whole new meaning on the word life itself, you know, um, so, yeah, my my life by myself is over. My life with Rowan has just started and it's it makes me forget about my life before Rowan. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um I I don't know how I ever lived without him, you know. 
Um, so just, and there are things, you know, becoming a mom that when I took him home from the hospital, oh my gosh, I was terrified. And every noise I was terrified (laughs) and learning, you know, to nurse him and all these things are brand new. Um, but what I can say about that is it, it truly does come naturally. Um, and every day is different every day, you know, can sometimes present a new, a new challenge, um, that you just, you go with it. And I have the support of my family, my extended family, um, my friends, the people I work with. I mean, they really, people surround you. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's, (laughs) I've never felt before Rowan, I hadn't felt joy so deeply. Um, I hadn't, it's like you, when I leave him and come back, it's like I'm getting this present that I've been waiting for my whole life. And then I get to see him and I, and I have this, you know, someone has given me this gift I've been waiting for for so long. And that's after, you know, two hours, (laughs) (laughs) two hours of being gone. (laughs) And there he is. And this beautiful gift. Yeah, And it's just, it's, I mean, choosing life truly brought life to my life. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just. And I heard your mom say when I first asked the question, selfless, Mm. you said selfless. And I'm sure you're speaking for yourself as well as Chelsea, Kim. Yes, for sure. (laughs) How this new life uh, just brings love out of out of you. Mm hmm. A different, uh, almost a different kind of love that, I mean, as a, the grandma, you know, because, um, of course, the love for your children, but then you know, the love for your grandchildren, that's something, something even, I don't even know how to put words on it. Um, and then to watch her brothers, the uncles with him is just. Yeah, Chelsea has two oh, brothers yes. and you're you're all living We're in the all same, in the same home. house. Yes. Okay. Yes. The so wonderful it's... extended family, which yes. God also I intended, yes. I believe. I love to, it too. To... Yeah. <laughs> Lots of uh, oh, well, thank you. Of people there to love him. What a beautiful story. We we so appreciate your coming on. Our guests have been Chelsea Huffman, her mom, Kim, Rowan, the little one-year-old, and uh, they just have told us a, a beautiful, beautiful story of what God intends when we choose life. So you're listening to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with archives at stgabrielradio.com under the Family Sanctuary, and you can hear their story again. It was so beautiful. Um, so we're broadcast, our program is broadcast at 4 o'clock every Saturday and 2 o'clock on Sundays. So please join us again to strengthen our families and make them sanctuaries of life as God intended. Family Sanctuary is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. Archives of Family Sanctuary with Peggy Hartshorn are available at stgabrielradio.com. Veni Sancti.